Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode number 66. And today we are joined by Harsha Murik. And Harsha is founder of Wealth Chip. She is a speaker, trainer, author, and life wealth coach at the Wealth Gym. Harsha impacts a range of organizations in the corporate government, education, and nonprofit sectors. By adapting the mentality, discipline, and rituals of gym workouts, she imparts her three W's of holistic wealth. Self-wealth, number one, people wealth, number two, and financial wealth, number three. Harsha has been trained and graduated through many world-renowned schools on the subject of money. She has a rich professional experience of 14 years in industries including retail banking, investment banking research, logistics, IT, and life transformational trainings. She's a graduate from SRCC, Delhi University. Harsha is based in Delhi, India, and has been honored with two master's degrees in finance, one from Delhi University and another from BIMTech. Harsha is also the Vice President, Corporate Relations with Confederation of India, Micro, Small and Medium Enterprises. Welcome, Harsha. Hello. Hello, everybody. And thank you so much for welcoming me on this podcast. It's my pleasure to be with all of you here. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Absolutely. You are most welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is a very important topic. It's a very exciting topic. So Harsha is here today, all the way from India, from Delhi, yay, Delhi, to share with us the game of wealth creation. Okay, so this is a very important topic, particularly for anyone that wants to create sustainable wealth, wealth that will outlive them. And this is very important for entrepreneurs, specifically as they're starting out in business to understand what it means to create wealth. Right, Harsha? Yes, yes, indeed it is. Okay, good, good, good. So before we begin, Harsha, tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you arrived at where you are today doing this work uh, at Wealth Gym. Yeah, so I have been uh, into my own jobs, as you can hear, you know, initially in my bio profile as read by Joe. Mm. So I have worked with uh, various corporates in the investment banking research industry and retail banking industry. While I was doing all of these jobs, which is like, uh, you know, a typical uh, being an employee in a corporate. It's like you get up early in the morning, get ready, go to work and uh, come back. Uh, you know around six o'clock or so you start winding up and be back home so this is how my life was going on and uh, I wasn't really finding uh, you know that something is missing in my life that thought would keep uh, hitting me that you know okay fine I'm working I'm making money but there is some element which is missing and in that uh, missing search Mm I I got on to many many uh, trainings and workshops of uh, spiritual soul searching and uh, you know searching on uh, improving my skills on communication and relating to people in leadership skills in all these uh, trainings what came to me that uh, there is there's a trainer there's a coach I really want to work 
with the world to mm -hmm. transform and uh, i realized that i love to transform people you know it's like a complete you uh, you understand transformation is like you know the way you are today mm -hmm. and uh, it's like a completely whole new personality with all the new results in your life which you never imagined would be possible in your you know earlier self so that is the kind of thing which was which was a calling for me and uh, i got on to you know creating my own transformational business of welltim mm -hmm. however you know before i started this i personally undergone through about six businesses which i which is like you know a typical life of an entrepreneur it was uh, way back in 2012 almost like uh, august same time in 2012 august uh, september 2012 when uh, i decided that you know it's like no more going for only a job as an employee i wanted to create something of my own and in that moment i didn't know what exactly i wanted to create as a business as an entrepreneur so there's so many entrepreneur women if you are an entrepreneur you are listening to me i think i think you will relate to this feeling of uh, you know there's something you want to do and you're not really sure if this is the right thing i would want to do and then it goes through the process of exploring so same way for me i went through different pro you know businesses i was like whatever comes to mind let explore it and uh, i in fact did six such entrepreneurial uh, projects initially for myself which which worked a uh, few worked out few didn't work out at all and uh, i ultimately closed them all and uh, in 2015 early 2015 uh, my heart was very clear i was attending one workshop here in, uh, way down at coimbatore in uh, india the workshop was on uh, transforming one's understanding around money mm. and uh, as i personally had undergone you know in this journey of six ventures i personally had undergone a lot of experience practically with monies like you know i was uh, exploring so many things i was investing i was spending my money and those ideas and uh, you know it's like paying thing people for stuff but not really you know a, a particular thing which is which has became consistent for me so and then when i was sitting in that workshop it was early in the year 2015 uh, and uh, i I was listening to this trainer on the stage. He was he was doing all that money transformation conversations, and that moment was like it hit me that you know this is exactly what I would want to do in the world, and uh, and then I was like same very year in April I launched this wealth gym as my business, and uh, here I am. <laughs> And so that's like a little brief about you know how I and what all I underwent as an entrepreneur and how I started my venture. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, good. That's a good story. We like that story. So you've always been into into finance, into money. That's what you studied. That's what you know. So it was very easy, I guess, for you to to transition into offering the service because you had so much knowledge in the area of finance anyway, right? Yes, uh, still, I would say one thing, you know, in fact, you know, when I got into money transformational uh, work, uh, 
but I realized that, you know, despite being a finance professional or despite being academically really strong into my finance education, there was still there was something which was missing is like money is a different subject, mm. which I think wasn't really taught during my academic finance and career and as a professional working for the companies in my finance jobs. Mm. So. Yes, it was easy for sure because I had a background. I mean, I, I was somebody who would would really understand the technical aspects around finance. But it's like money is more uh, really understanding the day-to-day practical dealing in, in finance and money things because uh, irrespective of you are from the finance background or not, irrespective of whether you are an entrepreneur or not, you and me deal with money yes yeah you'll agree right so and irrespective of your age you deal with money you know a 12 year old child will deal with money in the same you know a 60 year old woman will deal with money Mm -hmm. so money is a subject which i i realized is really critical for everybody to study Mm -hmm. because However, if we say finance, not really everybody needs to go through technical finance education, but money education is needed even by a teenager or or by an adult or elderly person who is a 60-year-old person. So that is how I saw there is a gap, there is a difference, and I need to take on this education. Though it was easy coming from come you know myself coming from the finance background you can say at the same time it can be a little difficult you know when you say look i know finance and all everything why do i really need to have some money kind of education i know it all already but you know if that is there as an attitude it's like a block and you will not really learn the miracles or the secrets which are there in this education yeah yeah and i think money is sometimes um, depending on the kind of family you come from, money can be a very difficult or complicated topic. There's some people who, in their family, money is always has always been a discussion. So they're very comfortable with money, the idea of money. They understand money and how it works. And then there's some people who money was just never discussed. Maybe there was always a shortage of money in, in the home. So it was always this, this conversation or uh, conversations around money perhaps always came from a place of lack or always needing it or, or suffering because we don't have the money. And then there's some people who money just was never discussed. So they, they really don't know where to begin when it comes to it. So they have to kind of learn from the ground up what money is and, and how money works and how to create wealth and, and all of that stuff. Yeah, very well said. And, uh, you know, such a situation would apply if our families who are maybe into finance profession. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. so, yeah, so that's where we really see, you know, it's different to do a money education versus doing a finance education. Because, yes, yeah. because given from the family background, given the way you are dealing with money in your day to day life, your your money life experience is very different. Yeah. I've heard people say, um, describe money as energy. They say money is energy. Do you agree with that comment? Do you believe that money is energy? Yes, I do. I definitely money is energy. So like, you know, it's, it's very scientific, uh, you know, when everything is energy actually on this planet, 
Yeah. So it's like right now you and me are like in this conversation, and this is this is energy which is which is getting transmitted. Yeah. Right. Our our voice is an energy. So it's like money is as well an energy, and in fact, you know, it's called as current. You know, it's like the the money is called as currency, right? Yes. So, so currency comes from the word current. Right. Yeah. And current. Yeah, and current is like a flow. It's like a flow of something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Like so, so money is 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 called currency across the world, right? So we may call it dollar in America, we may call it rupees here in India, and we may call it like dirhams oh. in Dubai. Yeah. But across the world, one word is common, which is currency. Yes, for sure, and we know. Agreed. Currency. Yeah. We know the power of currency. We know what it means. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I want to share with you all here. It's like currency comes from the word current. Mm. And current is, is, is science. It's energy. It's current is flowing. So money is that energy which, is, which loves to flow. So there are many people we notice, you know, they, they hoard the money with them. Mm. And uh, they don't really enjoy. They don't let it flow. And then they face all the money issues in their life. Mm. So money needs to flow from one to other. It's like an exchange has to happen. Yeah. 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 So first thing I want, I'm very curious about where did the name Wealth Gym come from? Quite like it, you know, Wealth Gym. Because when I first met you and you told me the business was called Wealth Gym, I said, ah, kind of clever. <laughs> it's a place, yeah it's a place to we go to the gym to to exercise to develop our, our our muscles and your business helps people develop their money muscles so where did the name come from is it you just think ah yeah well gym that's it one day yeah true so this is also a very interesting story as i shared you know it's like it, in, it was in 2015 when i just started this business initially i was as i shared you know i uh, how the spark you know struck me and uh, I was in this training session and I started the business that moment I just started it it's like okay let's just go ahead and start the business and uh, I gave it a name which uh, that time I called it transforming money mindset okay I was like let's just because what I intend to deliver is transform the way you think and understand and deal with money Mm-hmm. So that is why I called it transforming money mindset. And I was like, down the line, I will, you know, uh, come up with the name I would like to like it to be called and, you know, have it to be registered uh, as a registered mark for me. So, uh, and that time I used to go to gym. I used to go to gym regularly as I had taken up, you know, going for half marathons and it was like, it called in for the preparation. And I was, I used to go to gym on a daily basis while I used to be in gym sitting, uh, sitting and watching everybody working out. My, my mind would, you know, subconsciously relate to that, that, I mean, can we have a place, something similar to a gym place whereby, you know, the way in gym people are so freely talking about their health issues or uh, it's like you know somebody has a big tummy and they can just go comfortably to the coach in the gym is like sir I what can be done for my big tummy and he's not shy about it there he's comfortable talking about it and the coach really works with him 
you know they're not worried and, and same ways like uh, somebody is uh, you know having less body weight and they want to improve their body weight they talk about it somebody want to increase their height they, they talk about it I used to wonder if there can be a place like this whereby one can freely talk about their finances it's like there's so many out there in the world who are suffering because of money issues there are fights in the families, there are fights in the businesses, business getting shut down, you know, relationships getting broken up because of money conversation issues. But then we do not have a place whereby somebody can go and talk about these issues and work on these issues. Mm. Yeah. So I, 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 and moreover, an environment which is so safe, where is, which is so safe, whereby everybody talks about it, they go, they, they regularly go there, they work on it, and get this, get things done and sorted out for them. It's not that their issues get resolved the very same day they, they join the gym, but they get a place, they get an environment, they get a committed coach for them, and they get this, uh, you know, uh, belief in their mind that yes, I am taken care of, and I will become better soon maybe three months down the line six months down the line and they start seeing the results and then i create thought i will name my company as well gym a place people can come they can talk about their money issues they they are in debt they can talk about it otherwise nobody wants to talk about it they they are facing issues as to you know they want to increase their earnings or they're having some issues talking to to it's like a father and a son having issues in talk yeah father and the son having issue in talking about money to each other so they can they they learn it and they can talk about it in a safe confidential place what i've experienced during you know my coaching with all the participants i have been in the last over three years it's like finances is a thing which people don't want to talk about it's very confidential they want uh, a safe confidential space to talk about these issues you know otherwise a brother won't talk about these issues to his brother okay okay now let's jump into the topic of women particularly female entrepreneurs because as you know this my audience are all the women in the early stages of business and i know one of the services that you offer by the way just one of the services that you offer is wealth education for women but you also offer money education for young adults um, money education for adults and life wealth personal coaching so let's focus on the women who happen to be entrepreneurs and who are just starting out in business what are some of the, the things they need to know and understand about money from the outset Wonderful. So yes, uh, women is uh, is like one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite uh, people I want to work with, and I work with is like because I myself being a woman, and want to really work and uplift the way women deal with money, and you know what they think about it when it comes to entrepreneurship and money. So number one thing which I want to share with all the women here is that you need to have the confidence that you can create the money which we see all men creating in the world what i what i distinguish is like you know men by default from the very early in their life are 
tuned or they are they are nurtured in their early years that they got to be making money as they are growing up but we as women from the very early in life are not nurtured in the same fashion there is a difference in the way we are nurtured in our early life you know given that women by design you know by design have some other responsibilities it's like responsibility of creating life which is a very huge responsibility as women and we are nurtured with that in our early years of mm-hmm. life growing up mm-hmm. and thereby a little difference in our mindset is there that you know maybe men can do better when it comes to money dealings in practical world however that is not the truth the only difference is we as women actually are much more capable in doing better it's just that we have never ever tried our hands at it mm. to that an extent to to the same extent the way men are doing it or the opportunities which are there it's like you know men are forced to do it mm. men don't have an option as women we have an option at times you know because we we consider creating life as our much more uh, you know important responsibility and yes indeed it is because men can't do that mm. right so we are designed for it but at the same time money creation or is like entrepreneurship mm. is very well a women can do it and we can do it much better than men it's just that we need to realize that we need to practice it it's like for it very simple you want to do, do swimming you need to go and practice swimming and then you will start swimming in the same way you need to go out in the world and start dealing with money talk to your financial planner about money talk to your family about money mm-hmm. talk to your friends about money so these are not the usual you can go online i mean nowadays so much is online obviously you have to filter but there's a lot of information about money and and finance online as well yeah mhm mhm so no i didn't get you uh, can you no, just said, repeat no, your i know you were saying that you women can have conversation like all the different places women can go to learn about money i said also online online there's a lot of resources and tools now um where we oh, yes. can learn about money as well yeah yeah so so what i actually meant is not learn about money is not just like you know by reading and studying about it but by practically engaging them so the difference is men men engage themselves in money dealings from early in life because they women because they have to because they're told because they have to because because that's that's their primary responsibility exactly like that yeah. right but for women it's not really as their primary responsibility as women we are like nurturers more are like family family supporters of you know family nurturing is our responsibility so we do not engage ourselves much into it so what i'm saying is start engaging yourself into it and learning definitely you know if you learn it will help you in better engagement which even men need you know i mean don't you think that you know what do you think men don't make mistakes in dealing with money they do all the time oh, hello the, the 2000 <laughs> financial crisis was a result of men <laughs> yeah so so let's just be be <laughs> present to that women just need to get themselves out in the field and start playing and that then you will notice that we are much better players yeah i think like you said the key point that you've made is just that 
it's how we're nurtured. Like you said, men are nurtured and wired from day one that their responsibility is to be a breadwinner. So they're, they're experienced in this, the way we as women are nurtured from the outset, that our role is to have children, to create, to be a mother and to nurture. It's just, it's just what we're taught, but it doesn't mean that you can't learn and you can't perfect it. And there are so many women who grew up in families where they, they learn about money and they've become very successful with respect to or making money, managing their money, et cetera. So anything is, is possible. Like you said, you just have to learn and understand money and the way it works. Yeah, you just have to engage yourself in that activity. And when you engage yourself, at the same time, support yourself with the learnings. So your engagement would be much more, more fruitful. Mm-hmm, exactly. So if, yeah. you're, if you're a woman entrepreneur and you're just starting out in business, what are some of the basic things that you think that, um, we should understand. I mean, obviously, business is about profit at the end of the day. You're not in business unless you're making a profit, right? So we know that we have to make a profit. But in terms of our own finances, what are some of the things we need to do or what are some of the steps that we need to be taking to create our own wealth as our businesses grow? Yeah, so I one of there are a few other things which I would want to, you know, uh, talk about on this uh, podcast today one is we're talking about women entrepreneurs right be it uh, women or men it's like being an entrepreneur in itself is a is a big big challenge we take on ourselves Mm. and as as I was sharing about from my life it's like you know six years six of uh, businesses which I tried and tried to create something in it and then finally I closed them all Mm. and uh, so it's like uh, on an entrepreneurial journey there is a vision which we have there is a passion which we have about the business we are creating and everything requires money you know you need to invest you need to put in money into the business to build it right and not like from day one you started earning right forget about profit right now even like you know it's like cashing back your investment right yeah mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so one thing is like Focus on how do you balance, how do you balance your passion of that, uh, that, you know, that segment which you started as business and, uh, and your vision for your business mm-hmm. along with the money you are putting into it. So for that, I would say initially, it's not only about, you know, making the profit in the business. Yes, profit is indeed very, very important for a business to be really called as profitable business, right? However, what's initially in the initial years is more important is to be in the cash liquidity position because a business would call in for investments. And if you made investments and you don't know, you have not created systems to have your investments be cashed back to Mm. you. Mm -hmm. Right. So then your money is stuck. And when money is stuck, it's not flowing. It's not you're not going anywhere then. So irrespective of you're making profit or not cash is much more important so be ensure that you you learn the cash flow learn the cash flow systems learn the cash flow management mm-hmm. uh, at times you might have to sell your services maybe just at the cost it's good mm-hmm. i would say it's good just go and do it because it's important that you cash out your things mm-hmm. rather than just you know thinking of x profit and i will not sell it without a profit margin okay so 
understanding around cash dealing and cash flow management is the topmost thing as an entrepreneur focus on learning mm. so always remember cash is much more important in any business because if there is no cash a business can survive without profit but a business cannot survive without cash mm. just remember this mm. okay. so yeah okay so when we when we okay for example um we our business has become profitable and we can pay ourselves so to speak right we can start paying ourselves you know five six seven eight years in or or what have you how should we be investing investing that money obviously you're you're investing some into your business but then you should also invest some into your your own personal wealth what kind of things should we be thinking about about doing with that with that cash yeah so so investment is like a very very important stage of dealing with money and before we come to investment there are there's a process so the process goes like first you have the money mm-hmm. you earned it so that is number 1 and then after you've earned it you have learned the spending consciousness so you you are not just spending without thinking right so that is the second thing you learn and the third thing you see is you 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 save the money you 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 know from your earning every time you save an x percentage of money every time that could be per month that could be you know per uh, per week so you can you or that could be any time you make money the first thing you do is you save and that could be like 10% of the earning could be 25% of the earning mm-hmm. so that you choose and you save that money and then only the remaining which is there you spend in in these three things if you notice for making an investment you need to have the money mm-hmm. right so how would you have the money by the process by this by following this three step process so in this three step process you have saved and over time your saving would have grown up right now this pool of savings is what is available to you for investment yes so now the investment pool which is there with you this investment can be done into many things so i'm like if you're somebody who has knowledge about stock markets or you know equity market mm-hmm. that is where you can invest but then again you know it, it is a very specialized knowledge one needs to have about equity mm-hmm. you know because that's like a place whereby uh, a lot of people lose money as well if uh, if you know your investment are not properly calculated so that is one place you can look at and other than that there are many you know it's like uh, you know mutual fund investment options which are there which are uh, which are equity based but not you know direct investing yourself into the market mm-hmm. and they also yield much better returns so that is the second option one can look for mm-hmm. and um, so however in this whole process uh, i would always suggest you know uh, have a financial investment expert to take care of your investments rather than you yourself because what you would want to focus on is uh, your business and earning and you know understanding about investments not like you know you yourself becoming an investment expert mm-hmm. so yeah. so yeah so consult your financial investment advisor for those investments and how important is it for 
for uh, these women to understand their own risk profile as well, because where you are in the risk sort of, uh, uh, I guess if you want to call it plateau, it will also determine how and where you'll invest your money. So if you're a risk, oh. extremely risk averse person or versus whether you're someone that's willing to take the risk and invest in, in things that are very um, sort of financially risky, but at the same time can yield high returns. Is it, would you say it's very important to understand your own risk profile before you yeah. investing? So, so when it comes to investments, investments, uh, there's, uh, risk comes along, mm-hmm. right? So it's very, very important that every individual understands their own risk profile. And, and risk profile is like, you know, it's like how, how, what is your current state? You know, as I was saying that the three-step process of, you know, uh, earning and then saving and then spending, that saving bucket mm-hmm. is the pool which is there for you. That what is the quantum of savings you have and what are your goals? What are the what are the things you would want to, you will need that money for? And if you need so that uh, so in fact within savings, I would say divide it into two. Mm-hmm. One could be like something you can take to, you can take risks. So this is how you can manage it actually. So rather than you know putting everything into something whereby it's like pure risk. No. So you can divide your savings into categories like, you know, uh, completely safe investments. That could be the category one. Then second could be like a slightly little risk. A third category could be like, I'm open to take the risk for this. So you can maybe just allot 10% of the total savings for completely risk category and 90% into completely safe to not that risky. So, because in usual, if we look at, you know, like statistics is like very few people, you know, not more than 10% people would be open to take big risks in the market because money is something which you have worked on and earned. And if you lose, there's a whole fear of losing money, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So this fear of losing money and, but one needs to deal with it. One really needs to understand, you know, uh, there a this can be dealt with just by educating yourself. If you know about where are you investing, where are you going, there is no risk. I mean, despite there is a risk, but you know how to deal and handle it. You know how the road road is like ahead, right? Yeah. Yeah. Though you won't really know the road ahead without tra- having traveled it, but you still, you know, have an idea, you know, how the road looks like. Like, you know, it's like as simple as, you know, we take a flight from uh, from Delhi to New York. So, I mean, I really, I, though I know, you know, how it would be like, it will take me so many hours to reach New York, but till the time I take the flight and really go, I won't really know. There is a risk, right? However, it's like a calculated risk. I know this will take X many hours. Uh, I, I need to do certain such packing, be prepared to be, you know, sitting for so many hours like that. So it's do your calculation decide and then you a lot x x percentage which you can take risk for and then only go for it else you know you keep it and uh, in safe to little less risky portion so that is what my, i would suggest 
Right. I mean, starting a business is a risk in and of itself. So if you're oh, yes. decided to start a business right then and there, you should know that you're a risk taker. <laughs> because <laughs> of the world, majority of the people in the world are not starting businesses because they're risk averse. So if you are bold enough to start a business, that right there says that you are definitely a risk taker and you're willing to put yourself and your money out there to, to potentially gain some some return which is which is the profit so a business starting a business is also a, a form of investment as it as investing in property or the stock market or as you said mutual funds and and all of that other stuff as well yes it is indeed yeah what i wanted to focus yeah. on one now because you've got something very interesting that you've you talk about which is the three w's of holistic wealth and you call them self-wealth people wealth and financial wealth can you walk us through those three and and sort of define them for us it's like a little triangle so that we can understand what those are yes definitely i can okay. and i would love to share this uh, with all the people out here on this the podcast today with us yeah. so this this is this is what i call as wealth you know if you notice we've been talking about money and then we've been talking about wealth the two words are very different mm -hmm. they're not the same mm -hmm. so so what is wealth really so wealth is not equal to money and money is not equal to wealth mm. so we, we just have to look at you know uh, how many people you know it's like joe if i ask you you know how many people uh, on this planet are really you know walking towards creating wealth or uh, or are they really are they walking towards creating money mm. so if i ask you i mean what do you see what do i see um based on my observation you know it depends because i i've got different circles of people around me and i think that there are definitely those people who are very financially savvy, savvy, but they're in the minority, I think, and they're very much about creating wealth. And I, I would say the majority of people out there are about creating money or creating what they think money is, but they don't really understand how money works. That just from my observation, I think the minority of people are the ones that are actually creating wealth. And that's why you have so few wealthy people in the world outside of those who've inherited their wealth obviously i think those people who have some level of wealth are actually mentally in this zone where they're creating wealth in their heads it's kind of like i always say um wealth creating wealth is just like eating healthy you can get up every day and you can have lots of different kinds of foods and you got to ask yourself is this nurturing me is it or is this creating a disease or is this making me sick it's the same way with your money when you spend your money you kind of have to ask yourself okay is this helping me is this something that's good is this going to give me some kind of long-term benefit and i think a lot of people may not be thinking that way about money so I think to answer, yeah. to answer your question, I would say the minority of people out there are creating wealth and the majority are creating money. <laughs> that's what I would yes, say. exactly. Yeah. So that, that is apt. And that exactly is the scenario. And that's where, uh, you know, the three W's are. So, so it's like majority as in like, you know, over 90% of the population is only, only and only running after money. Yeah, and, and there's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like they're chasing money because and, and yes, it is important. And it is indeed very, very important. Because till the time you have, uh, you know, you have, uh, you have your food, you can't be thinking of anything else. You know, it's like, yes, and there you need money. And that's where chasing money is the game for, for majority. 
however when we say wealth it's just a minority section you know it's like max max is like 10% it would be in fact less than that who, who understand what is wealth and they are creating all the three w's so so the three w's is like a, one of the w is financial wealth and that's where the majority comes in you know they're just chasing money and but that within that also there's like two sections you know it's like they're just chasing money but they really don't know how money works you know as you highlighted in your uh, yeah. answer a while back mm -hmm. so that's that's one of the w and it is very important the second w is about people people wealth i have named it as people wealth and that's like you know you're making money but if you are making money at the cost of losing your relationships would you really call yourself a wealthy person or would you would you really be enjoying life is like you know uh, your relationships as to your family your friends your yeah. your uh, you know colleagues or uh, or it's like your relationship with the society as a whole these days we see you know all kind of businesses are there you know the the, the businesses which are just spoiling the whole environment i'm like and they're losing their relationship with the with the society as a whole but they are doing business i mean they might be making money but are they really uh what are they ma making money at the cost of yeah. so thereby is like you know they're losing the that people element of uh, of of uh, respect for or or people element of association for them is like at the end of the day they would be just standing you know with a lot of money but not really really you know nurturing relationships yeah you see that a so, lot a lot of hard working people who you see it a lot with men more so than women, obviously, where they work really hard and they're, they're building a lot of wealth, but at the expense of not having good relationships with their wives or their children or the people around them, because I, I guess they feel like the price they have to pay is something's got to give. If I'm going to be making all of this money, it means I've got to work a lot. And they're building that wealth, I guess, to better themselves and their families, but at the same time, they're not spending any time with their families. So, yeah. Yeah, and 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 you need not, so I don't call it wealth. You know, it's like I call it like you're just making money. You're, you're just, just making some. You're yeah. just making some money, and uh, yeah, and it's important. I agree, and it's very very important. I agree, but do you really want to make it at the cost of your relationships? Mm. I mean, the answer is no, not I. So I, what I'm saying is there is a way. You know, you can actually create both together. You don't have to create money at the cost of your relationships. But so, I think so many people don't see it that way, though. I think there are a lot of people who believe that they can't have it, have it all, so to speak. They can't have that balance in their lives. But I, but, wonder, yeah. I wonder if it's you, you have to decide early on how much, how much wealth or how much money, as you say, you want to create for yourself. You know? Yeah, one needs to decide. And again, there is no upper limit to it. And, and so, I mean, in my experience of, you know, in my journey of this, actually, it's like past 10 years, I have been into all kind of uh, transformational training work. And then it's like, I've read, you know, it's like, n number of books on money by all the, you know, uh, money subject matter experts across the world internationally. And uh, my and my personal life experience, there is no upper limit. There is just no upper limit as to the amount of money you can create in your life, and you don't have to worry about your that you have to 
do it at the cost of your relationships? The answer is no, you don't have to. You can create complete money wealth for you along with a huge people wealth for you. It's like so many beautiful, lovely, nurturing relationships. You know, it's like, you know, somebody who is really making big money mm -hmm. definitely needs to have a pool of customers who love their product. Yes or not? Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yes. So what, what, what is that pool of customers who love them a lot? Yeah. That's yeah. a whole bunch of people relationships which they are nurturing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, so that can be created with a conscious presence that you know both of it can be created at uh, you know together you don't have to do it at the cost of other and at the same time you know if you're creating a lot of money and you're standing alone end of it with with bunch of money in your accounts and there's nobody there by your side that time you know it's gonna feel empty it's not really gonna be fulfilling yeah, yeah? we see, we see so, that a lot with so many quote-unquote successful people and people who have mm. money, they're committing suicide or they're depressed or they're lonely or they're unhappy. I remember, you know, Jim Carrey, the popular American actor. Yeah. He yeah. Had a famous quote that he, that, that's been um, reverberating around the world and in social media where he gave an interview and he said, I wish people, everybody could go out there and make loads and loads of money so that they'd realize that that's not what it's about. And it's funny how very people who have massive and have acquired massive sums of money are always the ones that are saying you get the money and then you realize it's not really about the money, you know? <laughs> I yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah, that is indeed. So true. So, you know, and along with this, there is one, you know, there's a third W, which is there. So I'm like, any guess you know you want to say as you've already read it's about self-wealth so mm -hmm. what do you think that self is about oh me and so, why is that okay you know and why is that important here yeah. and yeah yeah joe i think self-wealth uh that's oh gosh that's a good question you ask me the questions i like when people ask me questions in this podcast it's really good <laughs> i think self-wealth is about um it's personal it's connected to personal development it's about uh, for me, my personal values, values, how do I define wealth on my terms? How is that connected to how I'm going to go out there and create this wealth? That's how I see self-wealth. And self-wealth for me begins with my body, my health, which is the most important thing to me. And then it goes on to things like my spiritual connection and then my family and my friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's how I see self-wealth. And that's kind of my pillars. And those are the foundations that I need. And then I see that as then being connected to this bigger wealth story that I have for myself, which is, you know, then actually finance, finances and so on, if that, if that makes sense. But that's how I define it. I don't know. For everybody, it's different. What do you think? Yeah. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it does make sense. Uh, so, you know, how I have put it across is like, you know, to, to clap, you need two hands, right? Okay, yeah. So to clap, you need two hands. So, you know, the financial wealth and the people wealth are those two hands, correct? Got it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And these two hands belongs to whom? You. Yes. 
yes sure. you're clapping so that's you yourself is that third w yeah right so so without you really having the wealth of your own self the there's there are no two hands who's going to clap okay okay Got so it. it's like that that you yourself is and what is that yourself comprises of very very well said by you, you know your own body but it's like along with your body your body is like the like like the vehicle in which we are residing yeah. so it's like your mind body and soul so, put together yeah. is your own self so you know again we have seen so many people who are who are you know doing the money you know chasing and uh, uh, you know uh, may, maybe at times even you know like having a lot of uh, people in their life but at the cost of their own uh, self they're not happy in their heart you know it's like you have so many people in your life but you're not happy you are alone right yeah there there's been cases like that so so it's like okay you have uh, i mean especially these days in this virtual social media you know on facebook people would have about you know it's like 2000 friends yeah and and then they, and then <laughs> and it's like and they and in reality they really won't have even two people in their life as friends yeah yep there's a lot of to, to have a heart to heart conversation yeah yeah a lot of people like that mhm mm mhm mm hello yes i'm here we can hear you uh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. There are a lot of people like that. I can't hear you clearly. Hello. Yes, we're here. We can hear you, Harsha. We can hear you. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. I agree. There are a lot of people who have a thousand friends or what followers on or however much in social media, but perhaps that doesn't translate into friend like real genuine friendships in offline in real life whereby i mean it's like real genuine relationship whereby they can really talk about whereby they can share their heart and whereby they feel the connect like and that's what is really people will not just you know having a herd herd around you no okay so so it's like you know that self needs to be really nurtured and taken care of it's like you know take care of your body take care of your mind take care of your soul your heart so that needs to be put together is is again a it's a whole lot of uh, conscious awareness about what is it that you really want in your life what is it that you really like about the people around you who is the one you want to be with who is the i mean who is a what is the business which you want to really do or you're not just doing it because it it will sell and it will give you money no mm. right so it's, it's like a whole uh, whole work with yourself and the and the creating that consciousness and knowing it's the at the first step creating a relationship with your own self mm. so that's like self wealth and you you really can't be like you know if your body is not with you I and mean, do you really think that you will be able to serve people around you no no right do you really think you know it's like there's so many women out here on this podcast you know you told me are into the early phases of starting their businesses you know it's like what I, the message i want to pass on to all of you is uh, you know it's like like while you're pursuing your business your passion and yes you are you want to be really making it like you know a profitable business whereby so many clients come to you and you know they they work with you 
at the same time, you know, take care of yourself. You know, there's so at uh, in this early phase, there come phases when you know you passionate about your things, but then you know when you offer it to the market, the response is not as what you would like it to be. right and then there would be like you know you don't you don't like it you feel bad about it or you at times you know you become uh, you don't want to continue it or you know you lose your heart don't so for those moments or to you need to really master yourself to handle such situations you know so it's like uh, and at the same time take care of your body because it's like you have to have a healthy body to keep you going to yeah. keep you moving okay yeah. so so that's that's the third w which is you yourself and uh, you know this is this also relates to you know wealth gym as my my venture i call it wealth gym so the logo uh, there is a triangle and the three legs of the triangle are these three w's i love these three w's i think they work for me because i I'm a holistic person. I know everyone's different, but I'm I'm a holistic person. I need to I can't compartment. I don't know how to do that. I used to try to do that compartmentalize my life and I realized it's not me. I can't do it. I don't even know why I even try to do that to be honest, but <laughs> I I <laughs> I have I yeah. it's connected for me. So what you have here works for me personally and I'm hoping that there are others listening to this podcast who who feel the same way because you're talking about self you're talking about which is us then you're talking about people the people around us and then you're talking about the actual finances and you're you're bringing them all together and i feel like they don't operate in isolation they have to be together yeah. to be they don't have to be but from my view from my perspective in my life they have to kind of be in sync in order to to create that healthy balance so i really like how you've created that that three w's and incorporated that into your into the business and your logo and i i really like it it works it works well i think yeah thank you so much and you know it's like for me personally in my life i have been in all these three phases you know it's like whereby there have been times in my life when i had just like lot of money all the time with me it's like i my all my corporate career i'm like decent money in my account and then i you know i used to wonder what do i do with this i'm like there is something which is missing uh, yeah. and i was like okay i really don't know what's missing uh, and i've been like in those hectic you know work hours and all i started like losing touch with my friends i don't have the time to really be connected for with them and like i would just come sleep wake up go back to work yeah i and, think we've all, we've all been there any all of us who've been had corporate careers have all been through that phase of work 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 you're making all this money but you have no life <laughs> true and then you know there've been a phase in my life like i'm like uh, you know the joint family system but there's so many people in your life right so it's like i have uh, grown up in a big joint family system with like so many uncles and aunts and cousins and all living together in a big family like uh, so uh, then i've uh, been uh, you know instances in my life i'm like okay we are a big family but is there even a single person i really would you know love as like heart to heart connection no not really mm. so i was like what's this this is all artificial i'm like these days we talk of this virtual facebook thing as an example i gave you but like even in the practical real world i experience that you know is what is really a people relationship i experience no not really though i'm living together under the same roof So there was this thing also you know it's like we all experience so i'm like that was the second thing which i felt like you know there is something which needs to be worked upon mm-hmm. and then uh, you know the third leg 
you know as i was sharing i started gymming and i and that all started inside of me you know taking up that i want to go for half marathons and you know it's like when i took on half marathon i took it on as a challenge for me because that time i was experiencing some pain in my legs and i was like okay let me take up a challenge and inside of that challenge i will for sure make make sure that my legs are you know strong enough to support me for 21 kilometers so i mean those were the days when i experienced that my body is not supporting me mm. i mean i need to give i need to take care of it i mean like i i used to sit in my home cry and i was i loved work as i shared you know initially on this podcast that i love working with people transforming them into a whole different experience of life <coughs> but personally in my life mm. when i was facing this issue i could not really stand for long and you know travel distances and uh, and would cry and i would tell it to my mom is like i don't know what to do i'm mean, like i want to do so much my body is not supporting me and there on i realized that i haven't taken care of my body enough mm. i like been uh, you know casual with it so so that that ways my attention really go, you know got present to the fact that i need to balance this you know it's, it can't be allowed to not be taken care of and so it's like uh, then i had i wanted to you know it's like my aspiration to bring all the three together is like holistically creating a balance is what i aspire for not just one of the two or like one of the three anyone anything missing it's not what fulfills me and and there i define you know well there are like you know uh, maybe just as we were talking 10% of the people who who really aspire to balance the three mm, yeah yeah i think yeah. you you should we should all aim to have some kind of balance in our lives but but again people are different and people have different uh perspectives on life and values and and so on and so forth so everyone's got to figure out what works for them and and work towards that but um harsha this is yeah. a wonderful conversation so to wrap up what um what final words would you like to leave with us um dear souls who are trying to build businesses <laughs> <laughs> so the final words i want to leave all of you with is you know uh it's just just keep working towards it keeping in your mind is like that you are creating money and more so it's not only money that you are looking at creating so it's like money and more is what you are creating and that what is that more is this 3w's yeah so that's what i want to leave everyone with brilliant fantastic okay so harsha where can we find you on uh health gym tell us your um website and your social media and maybe tell us a little bit more about um how we 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 can benefit from your your business offerings if we're interested and we want to contact you sure i would love to work with uh, you know all these women who who wants to you know build big businesses so you can find me on my website which is uh, www.wealthgym.in and you can find me on this social media on facebook on linkedin by the name wealth gym and uh, even on instagram you know it's like i'm uh, regularly on uh, instagram so you can just be connected to me on instagram as well and uh, 
So I'll share my personal email ID on this podcast, where you can drop me an email. You wanna get in touch with me, and uh, I will def- be you know replying back to your email within 24 hours. So my email ID, you can take a note of it, which is W E A L T H G Y M one at rate gmail.com so you can drop me an email at this address and i will respond to you back in 24 hours and you can connect to me about you know what is it that you would want to take on as i do a lot of personal life wealth coaching sessions for uh, women across the world mm-hmm. on how do how they can handle and balance their finances and money in especially in their early startup business stage Mm-hmm. along with balancing you know uh, because we we really cannot isolate our relationships and ourselves as an entrepreneur because it's you who is doing that business so it's like you know it's like uh, handling money and finances and at the same time balancing your relationships and yourself yes yes and harsha's social media is always very active she's always doing interesting things she shares all of her working out and all the different activities that she's involved in. So she really keeps you motivated and inspired and all the events that she goes to. So please follow her in social media because it will definitely keep you energized. (laughs) (laughs) And this will really keep me energized as well with, you know, all these uh, people following up. Yeah. I would love you guys to follow me. Yeah, definitely. So, um, and is there anything that you're looking for at the moment um, in terms of collaborations or people um, from a business perspective that you want to partner with or anything for those who are listening that perhaps may be interested in the same that you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. So uh, currently, as I am based out of Delhi, India, and uh, I'm looking at, you know, taking this education at, uh, you know, different locations internationally. Uh, so if there is someone on this call, you know, who who wants to collaborate to have this be taken to different countries outside of India. Mm-hmm. So we would love to have further conversation. Just drop me an email that you are interested in collaborating to have this wealth coaching in your country. And then we'll work out, you know, how we can take this to your country. Okay, perfect. All right. So everyone has heard that. Everyone knows where to, to find Harsha, how to get in contact with her, um, you know, where to go in terms of visiting her website. Did you tell us your website? The address for your website is? Yeah, I, I did. So the website address, uh, I'll just say that once again. It's www.wealthgym.in. Perfect. All the way from Delhi, India. All right, Harsha. Well, before you go, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us again and for sharing all your knowledge with us. Thank you for all the hard work that you do. You are appreciated. This work is very important because like you, like you highlighted initially, there are a lot of us um, generally in the world, but as, we, as we're specifically focused on women, there are a lot of us women who want help and who have a desire to learn about wealth. And you're really taking that on young people yes women and this is tremendous this this is this is a mammoth of a task and you've taken it on so it's i think it's really great how you've turned your your education and your skills and your experience and everything and you found a way to to coalesce that and bring that all together and and create a business out of that and now you're doing really fascinating stuff so brava and well done to you thank you so much this was my pleasure 
with yeah. you over here, Joe. You've been so lovely with all the interactions. Thank you. Thank you. I really love being here. Thank you so much. Great, great, great. And it'll be nice to to have you back on again at some point um, to to find out what you're doing. So keep up all the great work. All right. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. So that is Thank a wrap. You. And that's all for now, uh, lovely rare ones. I hope you've learned something from this podcast. And um, please reach out to Harsha if you're interested in finding out more information. So until next time, bye for now. And lots of love to all the listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.